Welcome to round five of the Fantasy A-League podcast. I'm your co-host, Cody, and the other co-host, what's your name? I am Jake. That's Jake. We're here to run through round five of the A-League, um, obviously as it pertains to fantasy. fantasy mostly, footy, mostly fantasy. Mostly fantasy. Uh, give our thoughts on the round as well. And then look ahead to round six, which, Jake, it's a bit of a different round. It's a little, it's a little odd from a fantasy point of view in particular. So, so many players away. We're going to get into that um, and basically what you need to be aware of, the players, uh, how we're thinking about it, how we're managing it. And, um, and if you haven't like thought about it to now, you'll be like me and be in a bit of trouble. Cool. Um, so, Jake, general thoughts on round five. Um, I heard well, – I was at a wedding and I saw the in the Fantasy A-League Facebook group that you were very frustrated at some point. Was, Did you nearly give up this week? <laughs> I felt like giving up from a fantasy point of view. I had a very bad week up until the very last game. Um, I wasn't alone though. There was a lot of people commenting very similar thoughts. Uh, yeah, right. Riley McGree saving the day from a, the fantasy team point of view. But I was getting very frustrated because I had an early injury for somebody who I thought about making a change and decided, no, I'll give him a – I think he'll come good. Didn't. Um, and then, it was that. Or oh, you want to get into it? Yeah, well, yeah we can get into it if you want. I'll, I'll save that for a minute. Um, and I just, yeah, fantasy just didn't work out for me this week. Um, well, it ended out all right though. With it ended McGree okay. Look, it could have been a lot worse. I didn't, I didn't lose out of the, uh, the four of us here, so I wasn't buying cookies for this week's round. So, yeah. Well, let's get into the the awards, Jake. The double chalk award. Yep. And I believe we might have the same one. And that's Riley McGree saving everyone's teams. Um, and well, not everyone's. I looked at a twenty-one percent of teams. So anyone who had Riley McGree, twenty points, and a bunch of those people captained him for forty yep. points. You being one of those, I didn't captain him, unfortunately. But and, um, and yeah. if you didn't have him, he's gone up about a hundred thousand dollars. He's four hundred sixty-two thousand dollars, the most expensive player in fantasy yep. A League right now. And I I'll, can't see I'll, it lasting. Though. And I'll give you a little teaser of the most traded in players. He's number ten on the list. So twenty-six people already this week have decided wow. I don't care that he's gone up a hundred grand. I'm picking him. They would up have anyway. to make some expensive so, trades. Yep. I think it's a terrible time to buy him. I wouldn't buy Just him at wait. that price. Yep. Give him a couple of weeks. He's, I still think he's going to be a great player over the year, um, you know, assuming he stays in the A-League and assuming he stays fit. Um, but I don't think he's going to stay at 462 and your money's probably better off elsewhere. Yep. Um, the Salted Caramel Award, the disappointing... Well, hang on, hang on. My double oh. chuck wasn't right. Oh, there wasn't, right. It, uh, it was and then I took it away and I changed it. I thought uh, Western United get it this week for me. Um, yep. Just because, not, not necessarily because they played... Um, you know, out of this world and really impressed me from that point of view, but they keep winning. You know, this from is behind a, too. Yeah. Two weeks in a row they've been down. And, and against Western Sydney who, although I don't, they haven't particularly impressed me, they're still the top Emperor. of the table. What's you that, know? What, did you, what did you say yesterday? The team, the Emperor with no clothes? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Look Goes good. To show you're onto something there, Jake. There you go. So, yeah, Western United get it for me and I, I actually think so far, um, this doesn't even seem like that big a call anymore, but I think they'll make the finals. Yeah, me too. 100%. Um, Salted Caramel Award, we've probably got the same one here. I've got Brisbane's goal-scoring efforts. One <laughs> goal in four games. But what a, what a defensive side, hey? Only, yeah. Only cop the well, three goals. if you've got some of their players um, in defence, Daniel Bowles, you know, Scott Neville, clean sheets, they're doing all right. Well, they've only had the one clean sheet. That's the problem. They've only conceded three goals but three different games. Oh, okay. No clean sheet. Yeah, um, right. My Salted Caramel is the crowd at the West Indian. So Western United impressing but the crowd – um, probably not unexpected, but mm. they only got four and a half thousand people there against Western Sydney. I think crowds in total. And that, that's going to be the well, crowds in total, yeah. But I guess week. for an, for a new side, you can kind of look at it two ways and say they're new, so they're going to take time, which they will. But at the same time, mm. if you're ever going to have, you know, the the new shiny 
object sort of um, vibe about it, now would be the time. Yeah, I don't see that happening. Um, but I think Melbourne City, even they were like 5,000-something, like one of their lowest crowds. Yeah, but I guess there's been issues with City's crowds for years now. Yeah, it's disappointing to see though. Um, all right, on to TBA Rankings League. Jake, where are you at? Where are you at? Um, well, you can tell me where I'm placed because I haven't looked at that. But okay, it's, it's so you were 32nd last week. Yep. You've gone up one spot to 31st. Okay. Oh, wait, we'll give our, give our scores. So out of the four of us here at work, Cam, 38. Had a shocker, the <laughs> lowest really score bad week. out of the five rounds so far for, for any of us. Um, then it was Russ with 76. Jake, you ended on 83, thanks to 40 points from McGree, and I ended on 94. I had a decent round, and I mm-hmm. wish I captained old, old Riley. Um, so I won the cookie bet two weeks in a row. This time Cam uh, is buying me cookies yep. and I believe he's delivering them on Thursday. Later in the week, And you yeah. delivered yours today a week late, but that's all right because we had some stuff on. Um, so, Jake, I started in week one at 150th Here and I keep climbing. Climbing, I keep climbing. I'm up to 57th out of our group, 383rd overall and only – and you'll say the key word behind, but I'm only 19 points now. I'm closing the gap. It's on enough – it's close enough that it would only take one round to – Absolutely, to 19 points. Um, as I mentioned, yeah, you went from 32nd to 31st. The TPO fan team, they were in uh, third. They're uh, now eighth and they scored 93 points this Round and I'll get into our stuff that oh, screwed <laughs> should've, them over should've a little done bit. Better. Yeah, sorry, um, sorry for the uh, yeah, fans out there. Uh, Russ is sixty first and Cam one hundred thirty fourth after his thirty eight points. He doesn't want to borrow. He doesn't even no, want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> no, he's a bit over it, I think. But uh, that's why we keep the cookie bet going each and every week to get a bit of incentive. And this yep. week, Jake, you're buying a shirt. Yep, round six for anyone in our group in the fantasy A League um, group slash league, whatever you want to call it. The person with the highest score. Let me ask you a question, Cody. What if that person does not listen to the podcast and is not in the Facebook group and we have no well, way of contacting? Well, we just try and we, we keep go, going. We go down the list until... Yeah, we'll give them a couple of days. And if they don't... Well, yeah, if I if I don't know who they are... Do we go know, second we place, third place, or do we go next week? We just keep going. No, we just keep going, I reckon. Second, third, fourth. Okay. Yeah. Somebody's getting a shirt. Someone's getting a shirt. Yep. Um, oh, shout out to um, the top three teams again. Troy... Who was in second overtakes Liam. So Troy, his his team name is Candy Mountain Cavs, is in number one ahead of Liam, who dropped to second, uh, Moran United. And third, in the third new team, I haven't seen this one, Jimmy's Lads. Okay. So there you go. There's our top three. And reminder that a winner of the at the end of the season gets a total compression pack worth two hundred dollars. And we have a new um, sponsor. Um, Tri Grip from Vito Sports, mm. uh, pretty handy prize there, Jake. Tri Grip, they're like grippy socks, I guess, yeah. for football socks. Apparently, well, they're pretty cool. Well, the way it was, I heard somebody describing to you is um, like if you've been one of those trampoline worlds, the the grippy mm. socks you wear there, wear them. Pretty good your, to play with, apparently. Boots. There you go. And a pair of footy socks and a bag, cool um, backpack. Yep. So, I'd take and that. that that goes to the winner at the leader at at the end of round fifteen. So you got ten so rounds to figure your. Sh- yeah, can I swear? Figure your Let- stuff out. Absolutely. So let's review the A-League um, round five. Jake, Friday, fr- Friday night? Yeah, Friday night. City beat Central Coast 3-1. I predicted the 1-all. What did you say? I said 2-0 and it ended up to... Oh, was, you got the, um, the margin, right? Yep. So I picked the winner in the margin but got the, the score wrong. I didn't watch this game, did you? I, I'm not going to be a whole lot of use because this was a very interrupted weekend. I've watched little bits of every game yeah. but the bits I did see, City looked pretty good. Um, yeah. I don't know. Central Coast didn't look too bad but they didn't impress me like they have in... Yep. Previous weeks, I heard that uh, on some podcasts and stuff. Um, maybe I was reading on Twitter. Yeah, City were good for their for their uh, win. So congratulations, City remain top of the table. 
Uh, Saturday, Jake, I didn't watch either of these games. Had a wedding, so I'll rely on you. Although, as you said, you probably didn't watch much <laughs> either. But uh, Jets Glory finished one all. I predicted two all. What did you predict, Jake? I predicted Glory to win that one 2-1. So yep. you got the draw right. And Jake Hoffman, what did I say on last week's podcast? If, you want, if you're looking for a defender who actually plays up front or on the wing, Hoffman's your man, and he scores a goal. And he could have scored a second as well. He had a chance. And he only went up 4K. You didn't so he's 202. It's probably because previous weeks he hasn't done No, he didn't well, do too but, well. Um, but I still think he's worth 202 because he's, well, he's got a buy next week. That's weird, isn't it? Jets have got two buys in first first six, six rounds. Six, seven rounds. Well, um, you should have taken your own advice. I know. I didn't really, I didn't have the trade and I've, I've, we'll get into this soon, but I've traded, I've used so many trades already. I don't really think I'll be making many changes um, after this week anyway. Um, then later on in that evening, uh, Western United, as we mentioned, Got the double chalk award for Jake beating Western Sydney Wanderers 2-1. I predicted 1-0 win to Western United, so I got the result right. Jake, what did you say? I had a draw 2 all. Okay. So I wasn't far off, but yep. wrong. Anything to say on that game? Um, It was kind of back and forward a, a bit. I thought both mm. teams were in it. Um, I guess there was the the VAR goal, was it Was it not? Was that Scott McDonald? I saw that. Uh, yeah, so it looked like it was over the line, and then and at that point, what was the score? Do you know? Do you remember? Uh, Maybe like one all. I'm not or sure. They already no. up two one. I'm not sure to be honest. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, they they went on to win. I guess yeah. so it didn't matter in the end, but it was luckily one of those things. Just they showed the footage of the VAR using the um, the Hawkeye goal line yeah. or the offside tech um, that they use, and it just you look at it and it just didn't look right. Like they didn't have the line in yeah. the middle or at the the edge of the white goal line they had it in the middle, and then. It didn't even look like it was straight up and down if you look at it compared to the post. Anyway, it looked like there were some issues. It looked like it was over the line and they didn't give it. And I can under- I can actually understand why because they have to Clear be very like, – to give a goal, you've got to be 100% certain. And yeah. some people will say they think they are certain, but I could understand why they erred on the side of caution there. Yep, okay. We'll come back to VAR a little bit later in one of the questions. Um, on Sunday, I watched a bit of these two games. Victory at home to the Knicks. Finished one all. I predicted victory to get up 2-1. Um, Toivonen, really, the the saviour for victory in the Yeah, end. and I don't have Toivonen in, in my side, so I was quite happy when the penalty went against him and he yeah. lost. We went to negative six points, I think, in the fantasy yeah. until yeah. he scored, scored and brought it back. But I predicted 3-2 to, vi- to victory, so yeah. I was wrong no, there as well. I watched, and they, they're not a terrible team victory like everyone's complaining yeah. or the, the home supporters. They're just not playing that good football. I, I thought they did play better this one than they have. Yeah. And I, I don't know that... Wellington impressed me quite as – I don't think they were bad, but mm. previous weeks like they were a joy to watch and this yep. week they, they just didn't quite perform the same. Um, Davila, second highest points in fantasy now after scoring that – was it? Yeah, the penalty. He's yeah. on my maybe yeah, list, ball. Cody, for this week. Yeah. No, he's a bit expensive. Well, I'll, I'll explain well, why he's on my list soon. He won't be on we'll your list. I don't he's think so, but week. he's – Oh, yeah, he's not on my list. Yeah, and you've already got <laughs> – we'll get into Silvira. Silvira, is he out as well? Uh, no, he should be playing. He's, he might, he's on my maybe list okay. then. Um, and then Adelaide beating Brisbane 1-0. I predicted one all. Um, Raw, I think, a tad unlucky, Jake. Again, they're not creating yeah. heaps of chances. I but don't think either side really looked like they deserved to win it. Having said yeah. that, the, like there was a stat that came up at one point, like the balls into the penalty area, okay. and it was like so far one-sided to Adelaide that it wasn't oh, funny. Okay. So yep. um, Adelaide definitely, I, I think they deserved the win, although mm. – the last 15 minutes or so, probably not, but they just managed to get the goal that Brisbane didn't. But Brisbane had that, had one chance that they should have scored, but other than that, they just don't seem to be creating anything. Nah. And Cody, um, I glossed over it, but let me tell you my prediction for this game, okay. which was 1-0 to Adelaide. There you go, well done. 
Congratulations, Jake. Yes. And as we mentioned, Riley McGree popping up there with a goal and Troisi with the assist. He's looking handy. In his hometown. Starting to get into things. Yep. Um, I don't know what his price at. I think he started at 300 and something. If he comes down a little bit, he might be worth a look in at some stage as well. And I hear some clicking, so Jake might be looking into it. And he's 324,000. Yeah, a little bit much hasn't, for me. Hasn't moved yet because he's only played the two games. Yeah, I'll wait until um, I'm hoping he might. He'll probably stay around that, for, but he might come down later if he doesn't score a big goals. He's looking all right. He is expected to go up about 25,000 this week yeah, if he okay. plays well. Anyway. Yeah. Um, Sydney with the bye. Um, Jake, so as we mentioned, you got 83 points. I got 94. You happy with how your team sort of performed? With, you trade, who, I'm you remember who you traded in? I do. So in terms of my performance, 83 points, like you said, 40 of those came from Agree. I didn't have another. The next best score in my team was six points. Economides, and then it was a whole That's bunch terrible. of fours and fives. It was just not a good week. The worst thing about my week, which we're going to get into in a minute, but I looked at next week, so week round six, and knew that there was a cup, three clubs with a buy, plus some international break, some players away for international break. Yep. Um, and I knew that I was in trouble with having eleven starting players, so I made two trades to get me ready for that, and one of the trades didn't work out because I was relying on Kone to be uh, ready for next week. He now looks like he's out for four-odd weeks, so now I'm in big trouble. Yep. So that was my biggest disappointment. Kone went off injured in, what, 15 minutes, something like that. Uh, and, yeah, that's that hurt me. Oh, I'm not upset, to be honest. I was pretty happy, Jake. I had uh, an average round in terms of, like, overall performance. A lot of players with just the normal four, five, six points. But I did have three players do perform quite well. So Castro... Mm -hmm. Got 14 and he was my captain. McGree got 20. Diamancy with 10. Um, that's about it, but um, it was all right. Yep. Yeah. Um, yep. So, so your trades, Cody? Who did you trade last week? Uh, last week, I who did I get? I got um, Toure in for Maya. Okay. And that was a bit of nothing. Um, and then I got Galifuaco from Central Coast in for Woolrich. Um, just Another. for money, and it, he got. I think he got two points. He got traded off at fifty, uh, subbed off at fifty something. Well, Vuchuk only got. Five yeah. points anyway. Yeah, so I'm, so. Not, I'm not upset. And he's a bench player for yeah. me anyway. He was there to get me money to allow me to do some trades, which Jake yep. um, well, that's, will be getting so, so, so my two trades, Cody, one of them was for money. So yep. I, was, I traded Lawrence Thomas out for Bazanis um, and picked up, I don't know, 60-odd thousand dollars. Uh, neither of those two keepers did much this weekend in no. terms of points. So for now, not that Bazanis got me a lot of points. It, it's worked out okay. Because it let me do my other trade, which worked worked out very well, which was Schwegler out and McGree in. Mm. So uh, Schwegler because he plays Western Sydney and they've got to buy this weekend. I, I'm hoping to get him back in my team later, but for now that was the, the trade and McGree saved my week. He absolutely did. As we mentioned earlier, TBO rankings team, the fan pick team got 93 points. Um, now, I stuffed up because if you listen to the end of last, was it last week we did the vice-captain loophole explanation or the week before? Yeah, no, it was last week. Yeah, um, so Fauna Rolly was their captain because I was at this wedding and I was supposed to wake up on Sunday, which I did, but not in thinking about yeah. fantasy football, not their team anyway. Um, I was supposed to then make McGree my captain. So they would have got an extra 16 points. So whoops. Um, I think we're, going, we're happy with the team. They've, they're only missing one player this week out of the whole 15 squad. So Risen on the bench. Um, quite high, yeah. And they're close to be able to... Afford, be able to afford Craig Noon out for Toivon and in. They just need like 5K, I think. Um, so we're going to – I don't think we need to make any changes this week for the tip, even votes. Okay. Let's just save up the trades and maybe next week we'll look, we'll look for a bit of a shake-up if we still have the trades. I just don't want to be trade-happy when you're looking at a team who's eighth on the group and actually their team's performing really well. 
Fair enough. Pretty stoked with it, actually. Oh, actually, that's not true. They do have Metcalf as well in there, but they've got enough coverage uh, this week with all those players out. We'll get into some questions, Jake, and then we'll get into your stats and then the upcoming uh, okay. round. So um, I think we someone there was a fair few questions around who's out this week, so let's just cover that first. So all Perth, all Western Sydney Wanderers and all Wellington Phoenix players are out for this week. Yep. And as a reminder, if you're looking forward to next week, it's the Jets out. Um, now, it's international week as well, but obviously the A-League now doesn't stop for that. So Redmayne and Grant are out. However, they have moved the Big Blue back a day. So they apparently will be back to play. Okay. So Red, that's why they moved the game. Oh, yeah, yeah I get yeah. you. So, so you're saying Sydney doesn't have the bye, no, but they, those players might Redmayne be. and Grant apparently yeah. will be playing. Okay. But so, so there might be a question mark as to whether they come yeah. straight in. I think Redmayne will be fine. I don't think he'll play over in Jordan. Yep. But Grant, yep, I think, will get at least like he'll, so maybe he'll they'll start. rest him or maybe he doesn't play a full game for yeah, Sydney. So if I'd Grant, I'd actually be a little bit concerned. Yeah. Um, okay. But he's a fit enough player that maybe he'll come back and play a full game for Sydney anyway and probably also, kill it. Also, before you go too far into this, the, so the, the big blue moving back was because they have these players out and they yeah. Sydney applied to the FFA. Yeah. Um, apparently, Melbourne Victory is going to be hit very hard this week. Very hard. Across the Olyroos and Socceroos. Uh, or maybe not Socceroos. Olyroos. They, from what I read, just forgot or didn't realise that they should have put an application in. So they're going to get hurt by this and they yeah. probably could and have. You have to apply 10 days before. Yeah, so you look at how many players that they have impact or how much they're impacted and they probably could have moved their game as well. Yeah, so they've got Thomas Deng out with the Oli Roos. They've got um, Storm Roo out with the New Zealand international team. They've got Kenny At- Atu, Atu, Atu out yep. with South Sudan and Cam Sober who plays for country starting with B. I forget it. Sorry, Cam Sober. Um, and obviously all those injuries too. Their team's yep. riddled with injuries. So that, that'll that be interesting for them. Um, some other Oli Roo players. Oh, Risden's out. Risden's with, with um, the Socceroos. Western United. So he's out. A lot of people probably might not realise that. So if you're listening, you got Risden, just be mindful yep. of that. Oli Roo's Metcalf for City. He'll be owned by a fair few player, players. And some other players who probably aren't uh, – oh, Toure as well for Adelaide. Yep. Um, and then if you've got any of these players, like backup keepers, Glover for City, Magush for Adelaide, um, who else? Pes- oh. oh, no, Piscopo, he's a Knicks player, isn't he? So he doesn't matter. Nazarene for – or is Piscopo at Western United? Any, either way, if, if you've got Piscopo, he won't <laughs> be playing. Nazarene for City, O'Toole for Brisbane Raw, who hasn't been playing anyway. Van der Sarg, never heard of him, but he's at Sydney. Um, and that's it out of the Olaroos. So, and okay. a question, Jake, I'm not sure, is how long are they going for? Because I read that yeah. it might be two games. I, might be yep, this weekend and next sure. weekend. I'm not sure. Um, probably worth looking into if you've got some of those players. So I've got Toure, so that's one that I hmm. need to look into. I was going to keep him, but if it's two weeks, maybe yeah. that's worth looking at. Yeah, I've subbed him out this week. So I bought him last week, you know, traded him <laughs> out this week. A very Definitely a waste of a trade, but I wanted to do it anyway. Um, okay, question from Drew Grimmett. He's got three questions. Most overpriced and underpriced players currently. So, Jake, how are we going to go about this? Um, I think it's probably – this is a bit of an opinion sort of thing for us, I guess. But before we get into that, why don't I name a few – of the from a stats point of view, the the highest cost per point, um, and I'll keep. So who's cost a lot and got you no points basically? So they're overpriced, and then I'll do the opposite. And yep. I'm and I'm kind of, I'll do this based on who's played at least a f- two or three or yep. four games. I don't want to pick the ones that have come off the bench and got 
you yeah. know, 10 minutes. So the most overpriced player is John Katrumbus for defender for Newcastle Jets. He's played four games and got a total of three points. So he must be one of these players that keeps coming on at the end. Yeah. Um, so he's very expensive for the points he gets you. Matt Simon has played three games again. He's one of these off-the-bench sort of players. Um, has only picked up four points in total from three uh, appearances. Um, to be honest, I'm looking down this list and most of them are going to be off-the-bench type players, but Liberato uh, Kache. Yeah, for, you got that red card. Yep, Wellington, because of that, he's, he's only got five points total, but he's yep. um, played three games now. Um, they're probably the main ones that I can see there. Wenzel Halls is up there yep, coming up the a bench. Few, so, a lot of bench players, really. Yep. Or people who have had so basically, or something. And that would sum up my opinion on it. If they are coming off the bench, like the, um, who was it? I'm trying to remember, one of my players came off the bench, Schwegler, last week, mm. um, who has been a starter the whole time and uh, ended up... No, sorry, it was Dobras. Dobras this week for Melbourne Victory came off the bench, so that frustrated me a little bit. Um, but the problem is you'd rather them miss the whole game because then they don't have any change in value, whereas if they come and off the bench... your sub will come on too. Yeah, exactly. Whereas they come off the bench, they get two points and that's it, and then yeah. they go down in value. So I would say anybody who... Is expensive in the like two hundred thousand or plus, um, yep. and are only making a, a substitute appearances. That's overpriced to me. Yeah, the best price from the numbers, Cody. Uh, let's go up the top here. Daniel Bowles is the number one. So mm. he is only one hundred twenty four thousand, and he's got eighteen points so far. Yeah, out um, of two games as well. From just the he, two games that he's played, he yep. didn't play the first couple, but o- he's taken O'Toole's spot, who's yep. off on the international. Ollie Rue. Uh, Judy, yep. so he's probably worth a shout. And, and because he's only played the two games, his numbers, his price hasn't changed. So after yep. this weekend, he plays again, his price changes. So he's one of these defenders that is as cheap as I've seen any player in the whole game. Yep. Uh, and now's probably the time to get him if you're after a cheap defender who's playing. And Brisbane defend okay? Yeah. Like and they're look, not great I'd, attack. I wouldn't expect forward. him to do... Fant- you know, amazingly well this year. But he'll pick up a few. But he'll get some points for you. Six to ten rounds. Yeah. And he, and he frees up a lot Point of cash. Rounds. Yep. Um, some of the others, McLaren is still very cheap given his um, first or the two rounds that he did play, but because he's only played the two games and he scored two goals in each of them, mm. that makes sense. He's still very expensive. Samuel Silvera, who's uh, on my May Mike to be considered list. Uh, Curtis Good is up there. Josh Risden is still up there because he's scoring quite a few points as a as the defender, and he's still only one hundred and seventy seven thousand. He actually went down in value this week, so. Aside from the fact that he's missing with the Socceroos, worth yep. considering. Um, how's that, Cody? Got any others? Um, Durante is up there as well in ninth, and Juric is in tenth. So, um, yeah, under price maybe Toure, but he's away for a while. So, I don't really. Uh, yeah, that's that's probably it. Let's just stick with that. Yep. And I, uh, the thing is, McLaren by the numbers for the points he gets you per dollar says he's underpriced, but I, at 419000 I think he's appropriately priced. I think yeah. overpriced um, is Riley McGree. I, obviously, in the first five, round, <laughs> five rounds, he's not overpriced because you'd be happy paying for it. But I think going forward, he's not going to stay at four sixty-two. Um, if you ask in another five weeks if he's still over four fifty, yep. my answer would be probably not. Actually, I'll give you another couple, Cody. Ulysses Devilla, overpriced for me. Yeah. He's had a few good rounds scoring goals, but he's 330000 now yeah. for um, a midfielder from Wellington. Yeah. Um, Probably Georgievsky even. He's one of the highest scoring defenders. So mm. take it, I guess, from that point of view, he, maybe he's not. But he's still 340000 for mm. a defender. There's so many he gets defenders. Assists, he gets forward. Yeah, but there's so many defenders out there that, that 
because defenders generally up until now haven't scored particularly well, their prices are still fairly low for most yeah. of them. So there are some very good deals who will score just as well across the season, in my opinion. Yep. Okay. Drew has also asked, how long can Ola Toivonen prop up an insipid victory and keep scoring points? <laughs> Does insipid mean bad? Really Paul? bad. Um, yeah. Jake? Um, well, he's their main striker, isn't he? I mean, yeah. I, well, think, I think he'll keep scoring. They it's... don't have a lot at the moment, do they? With Cruz. Cruz should be back soon, though, I think. Apparently, he's playing okay. or training again with the... Played in under in the youth team or something or the second string team the other day. I also think it's only a matter of time before Victory have string a few games together and look quite good. Mm. They've got too many good players in there not to like. They just need something, yeah. don't they? They're not that creative and Poulsen doesn't add a lot. Their imports yep. in there, they just don't add much that you sort of expect a Victory of, the, of old. Um, but Toyman's he's class. So yep. um, I don't know how long. Imagine if he gets injured, they will be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they'll, big be, they'll be in big trouble. Um, and he's also asked, what is or what are the optimal amount of trades one should have left in the bank after rounds five and six? Um, probably 30 would be good, Drew, <laughs> what you started with. Now, Jake, what are your thoughts on this? Maybe averaging one a week? So we've had five well, rounds. If would you think you... about it, you really need to be doing one a week yeah, on to get through the season. Of 29 rounds. I think... You probably do need to spend more trades up front yeah. the first half of the season than the back end. And particularly this um, round, round six. Because at the start, you've picked players that you don't, you're not 100% sure are going to play. Yeah. There's injuries, there's whatever. Um, and then you find the underpriced ones. So I've made, I haven't made as many as some. I've still got two this round to make, but up until now, I've made five. So I've got 25 left. Um, so be on, you'll be on 23. I'll be on 23 at the end of round six. I'd say you wouldn't want to be any less than that. Which is what I'm on. Which is on your. I think if you're getting to, if you're, well, how, how many is that? That would mean that you've made. If you make two a week, yeah, you would be at twenty. Yeah, I'm, I'm at twenty-two. Trades, so. <laughs> I think if you're making two two trades every week up until now, you're starting to you'll get yeah. in trouble. Yeah, I th- you really I, want to be getting to a point where you're happy with your team for the most part. I think. Yeah, and I think I'm nearly there. I've still got a few that I'm wary of, but I think I need to be conservative going forward unless I really need to. Um, just because there are going to be injuries, there yeah. are going to be other things that come up. There'll be transfers, so you just got to be careful. Um, and I think I've really got to try and be careful from now on. After this week, after yep. this week, I'm with you. I I can see myself making two this week and probably two next week. Mm. Um, already, I know that, and then we'll see what happens after that. Jake, a bit off topic. Well, not really, but with so much controversy, um, especially now in the EPL over the weekend and and still in the A League. Do you think there's a chance of VAR disappearing or do you think the powers that be well, well, you it's know, here to stay? Because people say it's here to stay, deal with it sort of thing. But is that true? Because the A-League voted in. They can vote it out. It's You know, it's funny because you see all this the stuff in the EPL and we've obviously been experiencing some of these issues for quite a while and one of the, one of the points that people like to say is, well, it's not the VAR, it's the people using it. But, but do you get better refs than in the EPL? Like if that's the pinnacle mm. of refereeing, then they don't exist and then it doesn't yeah. matter what who you put in charge of it. So, um, But the other thing is the issues that the EPL are facing, I can – like I look at it and go, that's ridiculous. And then I think this is actually a good thing because if it's happening in the biggest league – like when it happens in the A-League, no one outside of Australia cares. Yep. It happens in the EPL, yep. people are going to have issues and they're going to have to fix it yep. or change it or something. Um, so Especially I, when it happens to such – I don't think it will stay like it is right now if there keeps mm-hmm. being these – Issues in a big game like City and Liverpool, um, yeah. with Pep blowing up a few times over yeah. a few issues. Yeah, I agree. The I, Sheffield goal yeah. that was disallowed for and offside, nearly and four just, minutes or something. Yep, crazy. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm interested. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. I've got a long-term view. I don't really care for it for now. I don't like it that it's disrupting everything, but yeah. I don't but know. But you can't stop technology. I think yeah. it's going to be in our game in some form. Yeah. So I don't like it. I would rather it go until they figure out a better way to use it, but I don't know that's going to that happen. So let's yeah. find a better way. I think that's all the questions we had. Um, Jake, stats. Have, what sort of stats have you got for us this week? All right, let's dive into it. Team, so, of, the, team of the week, yep. can we start with that? Team of the week, um, I won't make a guess. This is the round so far that had the lowest possible wow. best score. 182. Uh, 189. Ooh. So still quite a good score yeah. uh, if you had the perfect team. Um, for the first time, though, it's made up of quite a few defenders. So 4-5-1 formation this wow. round would have would have been to get this team in. So Paul Izzo in goals. Um, four How defend- many points did he get? Do you have that? Uh, Paul Izzo picked up 14 points. So it's the highest scoring goalkeeper of the round. Defenders, you had Curtis Good with 17, yep. Durante with 17. Yep. Uh, you also had Hoffman, 16, that mm. you mentioned, and uh, Michael Jakobsen from Adelaide, who yeah, right. I considered last week but didn't yeah. have the trades remaining to do it, so he picked up 12. In the midfield, Riley McGree, no surprises. As the, captain. Uh, yep, as captain. Ulysses de Villa, uh, Adrian Luna from Melbourne City, and Roston uh, sorry, Roston Griffiths and Diego Castro. Yeah. So five across the midfield, and for the first time, only one forward, and that was Mitch Duke. Yeah, he's he's doing well, isn't he, Duke? Well, let me tell you how well because team of the year now, and this is still a two-five-three uh, formation. So defenders yep. are still struggling. Is Loper still in goals? Our goalkeeper is still Daniel Loper. Yep. Yep. Uh, two defenders. Any guesses? Uh, defenders. Defenders. Um, Durante. No. No. Grant. No. Nope. Houston. Nope. I mentioned one just before, Georgeski. Okay. So he's still in there. Yeah, Curtis Good. Sense. Curtis Good is in there. Did I just say good? I have to go back and listen to the podcast. Yeah. Just, uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure I said good. Well, if anyway. you did, you were right. Yeah. <laughs> um, and midfield, you've got Riley McGree, Davila. There's some of these names, team of the weekend, team of the year. Uh, Diamante's in there. Uh, Christian Dobris still in there. And Kinu Bacchus, who I think is away with. Oli Roos this week. And his, his team's not playing and anyway, City, so yep. he'll probably drop out of that. And then the three up front, I don't think this has changed. Mitch Duke, uh, Tuivenen and LaFondre. So uh, it has changed because uh, McLaren has finally dropped out of that team. Well, they're equal on points, I think, 44 yeah. points each. Um, just very quickly on that team of the year, though, Cody, the cheapest player in the team of the year, Curtis Good, 240000 Yeah, not bad. Uh, and out of all those players that are named... Which player do you think is owned by the least amount of people in their fantasy teams? Um, don't know. The most is Diamante with 44. Uh, Davila? Uh, no, actually, it's Kinu Bacchus. Only 6% oh, yeah. of people have him. Yep. So that's the team of the year. Player prices um, that have changed, Cody. Riley McGree went up 100,000. Wow. Biggest. Georgievski went up 54,000. Um, Daniel De Silva, 42. Craig Noon, 37. Oh, good. Um, Roston Griffiths, Lopar, Dobras, Morone, Dylan McGowan and Michael Jacobson are all the uh, the top 10. It yep. went up at least 23-ish thousand. Um, the biggest drops, Matt Simon, and these are all players that we kind of just touched on a second Sub-plays, ago. Yeah, yeah, so Matt Simon went down 50. Kakache went down another 50. Katrumbas went down 45. Wenzel Halls, 44. Um Mila Usnich um, from oh, right. Adelaide went down 42. Uh, O'Donovan, 42. So mm. he's now 287. He'd, wow. He's now approaching the price, that I would say. If you can't afford the top three, four mm. strikers, maybe he's, he's uh, a reasonable band, choice. Yeah. Uh, Kilkenny, Delbridge, Topol Stanley, and Kanarovsky. So they're the biggest drops. Would you like to know, Cody, who the predicted 
price biggest price gains are next season, sure. next round. Yep. Well, I don't think many people will be making trades for money this week, but it, um, yeah, because but if you are, yeah, if you are, this one, I I can't see how this is right. But Riley McGrew's predicted to go up another ninety nine thousand dollars, which seems. Could you oh, sorry, that? sorry, sorry, no, one hundred fourteen thousand dollars. How's that possible? It's, there must be some uh, quirk in their algorithm. It's he hasn't played enough games to average it out. He's uh, if he goes so up well. that much, I'm going to trade him out because <laughs> I'll be able to afford anything for the rest of the year. That's true. Okay, so Riley McGree, Curtis Good's supposed to go up another 65. McLaren, he's been on this list for a while, but he's obviously injured. So when he comes back, he's predicted to go up about 60,000. Daniel Bowles, this is one we mentioned before. So he's mm. he's predicted to go up 46,000. So now's the chance oh, to pick up a, he'd be a good very signing, cheap yeah. defender who can get you some money. Yeah. Now he's on my maybe list. Yeah, I, um, I would. And a number of these, Connor Metcalf's out, um, obviously, with Molly Ruse. Roston Griffiths, Diamante, Durante, Silvera, and De Silva, you mentioned, is away as well. So they're the, the ones that are supposed to go up the most. Yep. Um, predicted price drop. Um, let's see. Jeez, uh, I didn't have that one ready for you, Cody. Let's That's come back to that. Most traded in Traded, players. yeah, I like this one. Lafondre, this is you. Yeah, uh, he's in. Yep. Yep. Lafondre is being picked up. Daniel Bowles. Yep, makes sense. For the exact reason we just mentioned. Yep. Curtis Good, probably similar. He had a good round and he's predicted. Predicted to keep going. Diamante, Durante, Connor Metcalf, interestingly. So people are missing the Oli Roos news about him, I, I imagine. Yeah, right. Craig Noon, uh, Ola Toivonen, James Treacy, and Riley McGree. Even though he's 460,000, people are still picking him up. What about then, out? What about the other way? Okay, so the last one I've got traded out. Fornaroli. And the, looking down this list, every single one of the top 10 mm-hmm. is not playing this round. Okay, so uh, people are onto it. So Fornaroli, Economides, Kone because he's injured. Yeah. Meyer because he's uh, got to buy. McLaren because he's injured. Schwegler because he's got to buy. Jamie Young because he's second choice keeper. Mitch Duke, Summer Malik, and Matthew Yerman all with a buy. Yeah, right. Jake, I'm just looking at the percentage in teams. You know, Jamie Young, 22% of people still own Jamie Young. <laughs> That's because there's no other alternative at the same price. Yeah, not anymore. You could have picked up the uh, Phoenix keeper for 50 grand more. I don't might, know what he yeah. is now, but... Um, so is that all your stats, Jay? Um, I do. I did manage to just quickly the players that are predicted to go down in value next week. Yep. So Delbridge um, for Melbourne City, uh, mm. Wenzel Halls if he gets any game time. So if he comes off the bench, won't be good for his price. He might get a start. Um, Aaron Calver, Lawrence Thomas, James Donachy, Melayuznich, Matt Simon, and Roy O'Donovan. Okay. There you go. There you go. Um, all right, let's look at some of the trades. We've been sort of talking around it, but yep. um, trades this week. I'll, I'll go first, Jake. So the best goalkeeper in the league in the Dream Team is Lopa. He's gone. I've cut him. Ditched him. He's 312000 I just don't think... Well, you said to me you think that's his peak yeah. from a price point of well, view. Well, I still think he's going to be a top four keeper. Yeah. But he's three hundred twelve, and I've brought in Buzanis, who's in the... Um, team who are leading the competition, I think City are playing better than Western Sydney. Maybe not defensively, which is where it really counts for keepers. He's only 176,000. This is your your day trading yeah. and you're trying to predict the top. Yeah, but look at the money I'm but getting. Yeah. 312 to 176 for keepers. Like, and I think Lopez, yeah, I think he's at a Riley McGree stage. I don't think you're going to yep. see it go past okay. that. And I need money. So I've been, I've been gathering money this whole way along. I don't think that's a bad move. Um, Toure, this is a bit of a silly trade, um, only because I bought Toure in last week, but he's gone now because of the international Oliroos call up. Um, I subbed him out and brought Lafondre in with my cash. 
So I'm really, really happy because I've, I've okay. wanted LaFondre since round one. Since he killed it round one, I thought, and watched him um, in subsequent weeks, I thought he's there. In my opinion, Sydney are the best team in the league going forward. Probably, you could probably just say best team in the league. But going forward, they are so good. As you saw, four goals against Newcastle. I think they'll be scoring three to four goals every second week. Uh, mm-hmm. I think they're the team that are just going to score goals. And LaFondre takes pens. He's already like top six player. Um, so that just really shores up my my team. Um, and I've still got $67,000 left, which is a good amount. And I'm looking – I'm not far away from the old um, – cra- uh, what's his name? Um, Craig Noon to Ola Toivonen as well. So I'm not going to – I'm not looking to do it next there week or the week after, but maybe eventually. That would be uh, a um, pretty impressive forward three. Fornaroli, Lafondre and Toivonen. Yep. And my midfield is stacked as well. My defensive line isn't so good. Um Got a couple uh, victory players in there. and They're good players, but they're not really scoring well. But anyway, Jake, what are you looking to do? Um, so mine is, uh, I mentioned before, but I've got six outfield players who are not going to be playing this week. Mm. Um, so I need to make two trades to get to get it down to four. Jake, you're almost like a Melbourne victory this week. You're not very well prepared. You haven't Well, I thought, you know what? I was prepared until Kone got injured. And all of a sudden you're... You're complaining on Twitter that, yeah. you know, that you haven't got enough players. <laughs> it's true. That's true. I'm in big trouble. But all I can do is get 10 no, players that's not who big are playing. I, I mean, no, no. most weeks you have a few players score you two points anyway. So I think, I think the biggest concern I have is that of the six players who are not there, one of them's Economides and one of them's Fornaroli. And they've been, or they are potentially big scorers. So they haven't been. Um, they haven't been, but they're potentially there. So I do have LaFondre in there. To this week, he should be back. I've got Dobris if he starts. So I'm I'm okay with my team aside from I need two trades to tr- at least get ten players who are going to be playing. Okay. So I've got some options. So basically, of my six players who I can trade, I don't really want to trade Toure or Vutrek because they're at such a low price that I still think there's They'll room for them up. to go up. Yeah. Um, having said that, Vutrek out for Daniel Bowles in is something mm. that I'm not against because. I'm not going to be upset if Woodruff isn't in my team long term. Yeah. I'd like to have him because I like a Perth player, but mm. if he's not, I'm not that upset. It gives me 20,000 plus whatever bowls goes up this week. So that's what I'm thinking about. Um, I'm actually thinking about Fornaroli and Economides going out of my team for one week and bringing them back in next week just so that I can get whatever points I can uh, and swap them for players who are predicted to go up in value. So looking down the list I had for Fornaroli, potentially I might get Craig Noon um, as a one-week Thing, see how he goes. It'll only be one week. Yep. And then the second one would be potentially Diamante or just uh, not, away, not to Silva, but um, Silvera. We've got eight of the same players already, <laughs> and you, you're talking about bringing Craig Noon for those and Diamante. For those listening, so we'll have 10 Cody of the same spends team. the entire week trying to convince me not to make the trade. And then you go and do it anyway. He does. And then he just walks in and goes, Yeah, got Lafondre. Yeah, so you're going to bring Diamante yeah, and got Craig Noon. You're going to bring just got two players in. <laughs> Maybe. Why would you trade Economies and Fornaroli when you can... Because they're worth but enough. You, why would can, you do it to swap, to just bring them back in when you can do the Wuthrich Because to if Bowles I do a Wuthrich one. to Bowles, I'm because picking up... Because that's a permanent move. No, because Bowles might get me four points, whereas potentially I swap Economies and I get somebody who will score properly. Score that, properly? Well, you know what I mean. It's, it's, there's, I think there's more potential points in a Diamante than there is in a Bowles. But then you, you're wasting a trade. Because you've got to bring them back well, in. Oh, yeah. Either way, this week I'm wasting two trades. No, it's not a waste. Wuthrich to Bowles isn't a waste. That's, that's an investment a, and well, a good trade. It's not a permanent move for me because I already have Neville. I don't want two cheap 
Brisbane Raw oh, Defenders. So either way, I'm doing it just for one week. Yeah, right. So we're pretty much going to have the same team. So basically, I actually don't know what I'm doing. But I need two trades and I need to well, uh, get some players who are going to be playing. I'm definitely not telling you my captain because you'll probably just copy that too. <laughs> um, all right. So this week, Jake, we've only – no Friday game. We've got four games. Um, so two Saturday, two Sunday. Let's do some predictions. He's got his pen ready. He's got to do I'm some writing. writing. Yep. 4 p.m. Uh, Queens. These are all Queensland time. Um, Saturday, Central Coast at home to Adelaide. I'm predicting Central Coast to beat Adelaide 1-0. Um, well, I'll go Milan Juric for the goal. He's on my bench. Well, I have Milan Juric and he'll be playing, so I'd be okay with that. Do you, really? I didn't know you had him. There you go. I think we've got – oh, my God. Our teams are pretty the much same the same team. team. Um, I'm going to go Adelaide. I think they'll get up 2-0. Um, the later game, um, which will be on ABC, I believe, Western United, Jake's favourite team at the moment, uh, are hosting the Jets. I'm predicting them to continue on. 2-1 winners over the Jets and Hoffman to score again. Yeah, I think they'll continue as well. Uh, I'll go 2-0 again. Yeah, right, and probably Diamante because you'll bring him in. I'd be happy with that. Oh, my God. <laughs> I want to quit just so you... <laughs> um, Sunday, 3 p.m., I'm going to this game. Uh, the Raw are hosting City. They're out at um, Redcliffe at the Dolphins Stadium, a rugby league, but it's a good little stadium, good little park. I don't know what they can host out there, probably about 10 grand or something, 10,000. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, um, I'm predicting 1-0 Raw. I think they're going to beat top of the table City. I think they're going to do it. No, I don't see that happening. Um, I'm going to say that City will get up. We'll go 2-1. Okay. Um, and then to final to finish the round, Sydney FC, a host, the Big Blue, are hosting vic- depleted victory. One way you can look at this, Jake, and go, Sydney just going to steamroll them. Um, with victory, so many players out. But when you have some, when you're down and out, sometimes you just you pull back up. It can up. be motivation, motivation. And Grant, as I said, he's one of the really um, top performing players coming back from the Socceroos. I think he'll play a full game for the Socceroos. Um, but I'm, I'm going to go Sydney two one. I'm actually going to go bigger. I think it'll be three nil. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. And I kind of hope so. Now that it'll I'm, be one of those ones that if they get an early goal or two, they'll could continue victory on. Or, yeah, heads yeah. down, and it'll just be a whitewash. Who, what Sydney players do you have? Remind me. Uh, I only have McGowan and Lafondre. Yeah, I got those moment. two. And Ninkovic. Oh, why don't you bring him in? Him and Manti, and we'll That's have the exact idea. same that team. That is a good idea. You're a joke, Jake. <laughs> um, and uh, as we mentioned before, those teams have a buy. Jake, anything else you want to touch on apart from you just copying my team? I think it's a bit of both ways. You know what I'm going to do? Not on the podcast, but in the meantime, we're gonna. I'm going to go through and figure out how many of the we've got, how many players we've got the same. Yeah. And of them. Who yeah. has made the change later? So who's copying oh, who? Right, We're going to figure this out. Okay. I've got nothing else to add. No, right. me neither. <laughs> well, enjoy round six. Good luck. Remember, a shirt is on the line. Louis Football Co. shirt. Yep. Um, and if you win if you win this round, you do well, make sure to check and see who scores the most because um, we will try and contact you, but we don't. it I only don't, gives people's yeah, first names. I don't, so I don't think you can really do it in know. sports deck. So if you're not listening yeah. to this or you're not it's on the Facebook hard. group, it'll be very difficult. We'll give them like a day, then move on to the next person. Yep. It might take a while to find a winner, but um, I reckon I'll be up there. So I had to buy you a shirt. This time you're buying. Hopefully I'll win. We'll see. That'd well, Jake, easy. enjoy the A-League. Enjoy round six. Hopefully you don't rage quit this weekend. Well, if you do, <laughs> I will be too because we've got the same team. Um, <laughs> Depends but on our captain. Yeah, true. Otherwise, uh, good luck, everyone. If you've got questions for next round, let us know. Um, and we will see you or you'll be hearing from us next week. See you, Jake. See you later.